Hello, people. Welcome to another episode of the Escort Deconstructed, the podcast that explores and deconstructs the world of escorting. I am Sienna Hunter. This week, my anonymous guest and I talk about mental health in this industry, the things that trigger us, the things that help us with burnouts, and whether or not we feel this industry holds more or less mental health issues than a non-sex work-related occupation. My guest wanted to remain anonymous because admitting to mental health issues in this industry can be the kiss of death, and she wanted to share her genuine insights without consequence. I love the candor present in this conversation. It's a little too bad she wanted to remain anonymous because her voice is so hot. Listening back to this episode and editing it, her voice is just so damn sexy. Uh, Before I start this episode, I wanted to make a quick clarification. In this conversation, I say I think working independently is a step further along one's progression than working for an agency. I want to make it clear I don't think any level or form of escorting is better than another. Each are well suited to people at different circumstances and different times in their life, depending on amount of commitment, amount of time. I simply advocate for the most freedom possible for any individual in any work capacity. My personal view of the best working conditions will always be a version of working for yourself. Also, a lot of listeners have gotten in touch asking if clients will ever be part of the podcast. And of course, I absolutely have dates lined up for clients to be on the podcast. Destigmatization from all angles is the goal. All right. Oh, please excuse my bad habit of cutting people off. I didn't edit these episodes until I'd already recorded several, so listening will be better in the future. Without further delay, here is my conversation with a lovely anonymous guest about mental health. There's a lot of people who are trying things that they've never tried before. Sex! Why do you think people don't see it as work? I don't know. I think there's just too much stigma. What do you mean we can't just go tell people? The vast uh, complexity of human sexuality. The escort. Deconstructed. I'm very excited to have you today. And I know that you wanted to remain anonymous because it is quite a touchy topic, but I'm very proud and happy that you decided to agree to come and do it anyways. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Like whatever you'd like. Oh man, that's a difficult question. Um, crap. How can I like not give too much away? Oh man. What do you like doing? Okay. What do I like doing? Um, I don't know. I like doing things that are like very relaxing. Honestly, I'm a very lazy person. <laughs> I like to go to the movies with my friends and also watch movies at home. I'm I love honestly Netflix a very lazy too. person. No, yeah, like Handmaid's Tale. Hey, Handmaid's Tale. Oh my god, I've started watching that. Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen all of it. I'm so up to date. It's really dark, actually. Oh, it is, but it's, it's like so reflective up. of the times that how could you not? So thank you for telling me that little tidbit. So I guess um, I'll just get into the main bit of the questions. How long have you been in the industry to date? So I've been in the industry probably, I think, three years at this point. But the majority of it was uh, massage. What does that mean, massage? What is it? Was it called a massage parlor or was it called like a sauna? It was a massage parlor. Um, Yeah. So I was doing that on and off for a little bit. And then I started working for an agency, and then I moved on to independent work for... After how long did you transition from the massage parlor to the agency to independent? Massage parlor, I worked there for, I think, two years. Which, oh, okay. like, unfortunately, I wish, I wish I'd left sooner. Like, um, I think the agency, I worked there for less than a year, maybe like six months or so. 
and why did you decide to stop working there um i was just like wait hold on like people are just like willing to pay like <laughs> way more <laughs> than like whatever the like, the rate there was i guess yeah. and also it would be you know you get to keep like a hundred percent of how your did income. you figure that out though like how did you figure out people were willing to see you in a different capacity I, I don't know. I think, like, just talking to more people online, like, people would still online. email me. Yeah. The internet is, like, really good for, I guess, us, like, as sex workers right now. Yeah, totally. I mean, some platforms better than others. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, a lot of people were showing interest, and I was like, oh, actually, like, I can um, do more. I can, like, my rate could be higher, and I could, like, see- be seeing a different type of clientele than yeah. the agency clientele <laughs> in essence took you two years to get there um yeah it took me yeah maybe more than two um, a little bit more than i mean two. it took me a long time too and it's kind of crazy to just learn that you say what your value is and then people adhere to it yeah and it's really your choice it's so crazy. but it's a hard lesson to learn but it takes time and mm-hmm. it matters but if you don't know what you're doing, that's kind of why you start there. I mean, how did you figure out what to do? That's why you st- you just like the idea of maybe doing something related to sex work. And so you started at, um, like, how did you find out what to do? That's why you started at the uh, massage parlor? At the massage parlor was um, actually accidental. But I've always, like, been interested in sex. I, I've always been, like... Or just, like, been a hoe? Because yeah. I've always been a hoe, I, like, I, honestly, personally. <laughs> like, I wish I could have been a hoe, but I've, like, I haven't slept with, like, that many people before. So I was, like, like a very perverted child also. <laughs> Like, I was, like, drawing, like, sexy things and things like that and, like, getting in trouble because my mom would find them. You were the one with the dick lunch kit? What is that? Super bad? No, like, the pool. (laughs) No, it'd just be, like, drawing people making out and things like that. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, always interested in sex and people, so. And you accidentally started? Like, how do you accidentally start into that? I just, like, I thought I was applying for a receptionist position at Uh, a different type of place i think they might all actually do that as recruitment i think that is like the gist yeah it's so screwed up because like i didn't even know about like sex work or anything at that time and i was like oh actually this is like very flourishing in the city so maybe i can like move into actually doing it rather than reception but even that like it worked for you for a while for what it was the reception no that well i mean <laughs> did you actually work reception first? i worked for a day <laughs> oh okay well i guess that still counts um but like for the phase of your life like you kind of needed the introduction in a way like you couldn't mm-hmm. have just yeah, yeah it was kind of like the rabbit hole that i needed to like fall down through and you find, learn like, through doing yeah. these different phases exactly so you didn't have like a mentor or someone tell you what to do. You just kind of figured it out through working these different stages. No mentor. I honestly think I was like very naive when I started. Oh, hey. So, really? All, oh, of course. I think we were all naive when we started. Yeah. So it was just kind of like learning from like seeing other people doing the things that I was like, that actually looks so much better than what I'm doing right now. And then being like, okay, what can I do to like get there? <laughs> but you didn't even kind of know to look at that initially because you didn't know it existed. No, I didn't know. I honestly, like at the massage parlor, I was looking at this agency that was popular at the time. And um, that, I don't know, I was just looking at their website and that kind of got me introduced to the world of escorting as opposed to just a massage. 
How different was it? I've never worked as a massage person at a parlor. It was like looking back, it's actually like it, it would seem sad. It was like fine at the time, but it's it was like you would kind of like wait in like their room, which was like on a different level so basically you were just like hanging out with a bunch of girls in the basement until somebody walked in through the door and you would like like line up you would line up get the bunny ranch yeah it was so embarrassing you'd be like hi i'm like rebecca and like (laughs) please pick me (laughs) it was so embarrassing and then girls would get like upset obviously if they didn't get picked that's horrible that's i had a really like high school dodgeball team the funniest thing was this girl once she was like um i don't know we were all standing there and somebody else got picked other than her and she was like what i'm the prettiest one here and i didn't get picked so there was a lot of pettiness so sad but it makes total sense it does make sense like directly see a consumer not pick you yeah did you uh when you did all this decide to keep it to yourself initially um i had a partner at the time and like he was like very supportive about it from really? yeah That's from the amazing. get-go so i was like hey like so the, the job that i applied to is actually this is this cool and he was like oh, okay. like after the first day or like that first day well, did you tell no him, oh, it's actually uh yeah i had like the first day and then i found out like what's going on like the gist of it and i told him this is what happens here and like is it cool like if i work here <laughs> how long have you been dating him at the time uh we were dating at the time for two years i think okay yeah and yeah he was very supportive luckily i was like in a good relationship at the time and sounds like know. it um ideally anyone in your life would be supportive but did you tell anybody else after him or did you keep it to just you and him did you have you told like friends and family since so um at the time i told him and my very best friend like i have like one very close friend and she was very supportive I feel like we all need that one girlfriend yeah, like, you she's awesome somebody. You, yeah exactly someone to like have your back and make you feel like you're sane um so those two knew and then like as i did it like more people were just curious they were like hey how come your lifestyle is just suddenly way better <laughs> so i was just like actually let me tell you what's up did and you actually tell yeah them? i told like That's most people amazing. what label did you use um well i told them at the time that i was an erotic masseuse okay yeah that's um, accurate and you know what people are like people weren't as surprised or shocked by it because they're like oh it's just like sexy massage it's Basically. just happy ending yeah as opposed to like escorting which has i think a bigger stigma honestly For no reason really like what is the difference sex yeah, but, like, <laughs> you're you're doing just like whatever oral or like manual sex yeah. instead of penetrative sex yeah. what is the di- it's all still it's sex. because everybody secretly thinks that penetrative sex is like the sex even though yeah. everything else is i don't still know sex. if they do believe that i think it's just like a religious do you think so thing that's been because like the traditional model of being a man and a woman and keeping it for marriage was so ingrained for such a long time that people don't know why they think that this specific act is so important but i think it has ties to just history and mm-hmm. mainly because of religion yeah and people don't really know why. And they're like, why is it worse? But if you do, and then if you kind of like debate with people, they're like, huh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not totally sure why this one is worse than the other. If it all includes the same body parts. No, if you think about it, it all like crumbles very easily under scrutiny. So what stood out the most about working in this industry you never considered before 
being a sex worker um honestly um like my very first day doing a reception i was like wait like this is so lucrative obviously (laughs) (laughs) like it was awesome to like see that like you could just go there for a day and like like your shift whatever Yeah. yeah and like as like a young woman unless you're already like the ceo of some company or whatever i don't know it's like you don't really see that like very yeah, often young women definitely don't have the same opportunities no i don't want to say that like it's impossible but just from the get-go this mm-hmm. is like the highest paid female position mm-hmm. i think out there is i think so. any kind of sex industry job yeah like we do pretty well for ourselves <laughs> just that they made a higher wage that's the first thing that stood out yeah like honestly like i, I won't lie like compensation like it was uh, i think like most people like it, it the world is what it is and yeah money is important so that was a big part of it and then i was like also like it's frankly easy like because i am interested in these things like I, i'm like i don't know a sexual person you, yeah it's not really a stretch yeah it wasn't like i didn't feel like i was being like i don't know abused in any abused. way honestly like it wasn't your choice yeah it wasn't like somebody was like hey you have to like do this now and it was just like oh i want to do this that's so, beautiful yeah um so did you so how did that work at the massage you guys all stood up into a line <laughs> yes. and so there was no kind of online advertising and then when you worked for the agency did they take a picture of you or did they kind of just list you as a name so at the agency like it was like names and pictures of um, actually you or like a stock image that kind of looked like no because i've had that happen. <laughs> that's so funny no they <laughs> they i don't know why i think they didn't want to shell out like the budget for um a photographer oh that makes total sense in all honesty because like i talked to the owner about it a few times it's um, quite a bit of money it, i know i think it would have been worth it so it was all like selfies it was like oh, <laughs> i see okay that's you know. That, you know, I, that's i guess pretty casual pretty candid but it worked out pretty well at but you decided to keep your identity hidden or did other girls show their faces there were i think maybe like one or two girls at the agency when i started that showed their faces and the majority of women like did not choose to like show their faces did they say why why they showed their faces why they didn't why they didn't um i think it's like i don't know it's, you can assume um we can assume but like what did they say what did they say what did the girls say um i guess like the one i worked with like the main thing is i have like either like a high profile job outside of this or i just have like a very like colorful social life outside of this and i don't want people to like cash on to what i do because Because they'll think less of them because they'll think less of us so yeah (laughs) We got to just keep saying it because it's so appalling for no reason because almost anyone is an escort. Mm -hmm. I just put air parentheses for anyone not not seeing me, but it's just, it just doesn't really make sense. So do do you have like a preferred verbiage for escorting? Do you like uh, escort, sex worker, companion, something else? (laughs) I like escorting and sometimes sex worker. Um, I think it says companion on my site, but I find it to be cheesy sometimes. Like, you find I, it cheesy? Why I, cheesy? <laughs> it's just like it doesn't like it doesn't flow that well. It's like oh, I'm like you know this person is an escort versus oh she's a companion. Do you know what I looked? I made my friend look up. He's like, do you actually know what companion means? And yeah. My friend looked this up, and I'm like, no, I don't. He's like. It says an animal or something else that travels with you. Like, oh. travels with you is included in the definition. Yeah. I died laughing. Okay. So that's I had us, no idea. I yeah, guess, but we can, like, basically. urban dictionaries <laughs> into a new thing that we yeah. would like. 
Right? So people genuinely think that escorts don't have much going on in their lives. So do you want to like share something new and exciting you're just working on that isn't purely escorting because you have a life? <laughs> I have a life? Right. No, I actually, you? no, this is my Stop. whole life. Um, like I said, I'm a lazy person. I just prefer to like spend as much time as I can with like my family and friends. On, like on Insta and with <laughs> friends. Like it's not just escorts. Yeah. So a lot of time with friends and family as much as I can. Um, that probably takes up like a good portion. And then like um, I'm in university. Well, I'm starting university. Oh, um, bravo. Good job. Yeah. So there's. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you can fund yourself. <laughs> yeah, I can fund myself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you attest to how much work it is to actually be your own self-made escort and have your own independent website? People say it's not work or it's not a job. Oh, boy. And no offense. Like, how much work do you put into this business? Oh, man. So. Because you're going to school and no offense, <sighs> you're literally going to be running a business on the side. Could you yeah. explain how? It is very much like it is like it is running a business. How? It literally how? is. Um, people that don't get it. How? Um, how do we do it? Like, well, how, how much, is it a business? How is it a business? Well, like, um, I guess you have a website. You have to either hire someone to make your website or if you're like which costs money yeah or you can like be like let me see if i can wix it up and like try to figure it out um you have to figure out are you gonna hire an assistant or are you gonna reply to lots of emails (laughs) like yourself um there's a lot um i guess like marketing images yeah pay your taxes keep up on twitter you've got to register the platforms yeah social media is important too i think your own content Mm -hmm. though like creating content on the daily is exhausting it is i know i I generally don't think of it as work but if you think about it like i looked at my phone usage and it's like fucking like sorry Wait, can i swear that, like screen time um yeah it's I like disturbing. when it does that it's like no one asked you <laughs> Apple, stop it was like something disturbing i won't even disclose it but basically we're putting in a 40-hour work week if you think about like social media emails um google that, searches related like, to the job added we're comparing ourselves to everyone else out oh, there man. so it's like not even the work hours but like endlessly like you're not this person or doing as well as Aww. this person and so it's like the work plus the endless comparison yeah there's a lot of like mental like baggage i think that we kind hence of our lovely always... topic today <laughs> we're about to get stuck started on that but i just wanted to ask the final question which I don't think I warned you about, but I was just oh, going to yeah. ask if you could tell me about your childhood. Like, oh boy, people usually think that escorts are women with especially troubled pasts. Oh, and my yeah. answer so to that is that <laughs> who doesn't have both a happy trouble. and sad past? Yeah. Did you have more strict parents, liberal parents? Um, Did you, were you an only sibling? So I do have like more than one sibling. I have. <laughs> I have siblings. Um, yeah, and you, and you weren't like raised in like a cage. Oh, I was raised in a cage, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know. No, like my parents were conservative, but like honestly, like like I love my parents. We have a good relationship, and it wasn't like <laughs> I don't There's know. There's no immense trauma were, that no. just changed your life on the course no, of evil. Like I mean, sure, I can be like my mom didn't let me go to that party. Oh well, because no. how dare she? How <laughs> but dare she? <laughs> I wasn't like literally put in a cage. Seriously. <laughs> 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 now this is important though because most people assume that we are well drug ridden, <laughs> STI ridden, 
and all these other things. Horrible. Can you imagine? Never talked to. <laughs> I literally got tested yesterday. I still. I see that. it. I yeah. see those marks, people. She's not faking it. <laughs> I am like clockwork. Like every three months, I go get like a little molested for the oh. cause, and I've never had an issue. And I just can't stress enough that people that see escorts or any kind of professional sex worker, like we test ourselves and we are more safe than anyone you would meet anywhere else and i think so <laughs> immediately kind of when you tell people that they don't know you're a sex worker and they find that out the first comment out of their <laughs> mouth is like well i don't want to get an sti yeah. so like i better not touch you and oh I'm my like, goodness God, I'm so offended because you have no idea but just saying that doesn't get oh the point God. across like you think this like beautiful woman with like a louis bag and like beautiful clothes I don't and have a louis Bag. No, I'm just I saying I don't either. Bag, <laughs> but you think like these beautiful women won't like put in the time to get tested right. and, or give a shit? Like they're yeah. very smart people. Yeah, most of us. I also don't have a Louis bag. I would just like to put that out there. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I'm not that much of a consumer. I want to have one of everything. So if I have one nice purse, I'll just keep that until it's broken. Really? Yeah. And, okay, I can't relate to that. <laughs> I like I like to just limit myself to just one anything. So I want to clear up this mental space. Oh. I appreciate fashion on other women though, and I'm like, how does she look that good? Mm. I could never do it, and I'm just living vicariously <laughs> through you. That works for me. So we yeah. can just like, help each other out. So yeah, the topic this week, extra bonus, is mental health. Yeah. I know it's very scary, but don't be scared. I know no one talks about this, but it affects all of us so much. Could you list a few ways you think escorting affects one's mental health? Like, just generally? Yeah, just a few ways that yeah, it affects your mental health. So like, I definitely think because a lot of escorting is, like, online, it would be, like, you're comparing yourself to others. So, like, your self-image might take a hit. Um I don't, I don't know, like anxiety about like hotel lobbies because I get that. Oh my God, I hate that It is so terrifying. Much. like, come into the hotel and you're like, where is the elevator? You're like doing a scan of the lobby and it's like, oh, which side is it on? You don't know. That's oh. endless. Also, yeah. people staring at you in a waiting yeah. room if you don't know where to go. I mean, that stuff is real. Yeah. Or the looks at a restaurant yeah. with the age gap, people are looking at you. Like, I make, like, even a few days ago, I met someone. And I walked down next to them and there were a bunch of people my age, around like 25, oh. sitting there. And it was just the one person in their 50s. And I could see they were all staring at me walking up to this person. And so I just put my bag down. I'm like, oh, my God, it has been so long since I've seen you. How are you? Oh, and my God. I haven't God. met this person before. Oh. But I, it just got everyone else off my back. So it was oh. totally worth it. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. No, yeah. yeah, you gotta just do something because I'm yeah. so sick of those dirty looks. Oh, I try not to like even look at those people. I try to like find yeah, the person. They're still there and they're staring they at are. you. They're staring at you. I try to pretend like they're not there, but they are like definitely, especially if the age gap is like very visible and you're right. two different but races. You could be daughter, <laughs> but I guess you're being a little too flirty. <laughs> you're dressed too nice to be on a date with your dad. <laughs> that could be a thing. Actually, I didn't think about it like that before. <laughs> I mean, I've never looked at anybody in a restaurant and been like, I wonder if she's an escort. Yeah, that's because you do it, though. Mm, really? Actually, that's not true. I was at another restaurant in town, 
And I was like, I wonder if that's like a date or if that's like an arrangement it's a going date, on. Date. And then my friend's like, oh, that's an arrangement, honey. You should know that from the get-go. And I'm like, whoa. She's like, I can see it from here. Oh, my goodness. She's a she's an empowered lady. Like, wow. she, yeah. <laughs> that's an arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> when she said it, honestly, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you think just by comparison and kind of standing out in public or, that it affects your mental health? I think so like honestly like it's so much fun like to like go on dates so like I don't like completely want to focus on that but like they are there there are people you know you can't help but notice and it's also like how we feel because we get that message all the time it's like what if there are people looking at me oh yeah but I mean you feel that all the time anyways yeah I think a lot of it though that personally i don't know about you affects my mental health is the having to lie all the time oh man because i'm not out to like my family and Mm. some of my most of my friends or most people and so just the having to lie for years Mm -hmm. it just really does get to you because you just feel like a bad person yeah and it's (sighs) i can imagine honestly are you not like that all your friends they know no my family like um i work at a restaurant um Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just, like, I don't think I could ever get their approval in this matter, so I don't even let myself consider it as a possibility. I'm just, like, I work at a restaurant. This but is what I do. you don't deserve to carry that level of burden for a lifetime. Like, that's yeah. so unnecessary. And so I've thought about this a lot, and I thought I would be, like, would you rather hear that I died in a car crash or that I was an escort? Uh, that you died in a car crash. No, I feel like, like we would rather you were alive. I'm like, great. So that's the sec- second best thing. Like, because my parents are conservative as well. Oh, did you? Wait, do they know? No, but I feel like after this podcast, it's going to be very hard to. Really? Well, yeah. How is the serving job going? Oh, it's not eventful as I'm, you know, oh. endlessly recording with people and putting my voice out there. Oh, yeah, I feel that. True. Yeah. Because mm. mm. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. As soon as you start lying, it's because you're ashamed of something or something's wrong, and I don't <laughs> feel that's accurate. Hmm. Uh, which which one of those would you say is the most influential or prominent? You'd say probably the online presence comparison? Because that one's daily, right? Uh, yeah, that's daily. So, uh, I, I mean, we can try to minimize it as much as we can, but it's still inevitable. Oh, no, like, it affects me every day, but, I mean, these social media platforms are there to distract you from life, and they just mm. do a very good job when it's mm. also adhering to, like, mm-hmm. your competitive business aspect. Um, I guess, like, the most for me would be, like, I get, like, a, I get, like, a fair bit of anxiety, like, right before work or, like, the days leading up to, like, a date. I like it's like pretty debilitating. I'm like working on it, but it's like. What do you? What what part of it makes you anxious? Um, honestly, like there's no thought. Like there's no specific reason. Like I don't think that I'm in harm. Like in harm's way. Like I'm not like gonna be hurt by someone or anything like that. It's more just like you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's like what if I don't know this person? What if like um you know I don't hit it off? Things like that. So it's just like a lot of like rumination based on that. Have you left a booking in the past if it was not comfortable for you? <laughs> no, that would be... Oh, okay, so the obedience <laughs> to authority thing, I think that women specifically like succumb to it more than men. Yeah. Kind of we just like power through something we might not be okay with because we were societally taught that growing up. You've got to kind of learn that you are allowed to say no if you want to. Yeah. But in a good way. I have actually left like three, maybe four bookings. No, ever. actually. 
that's crazy well all i say is actually i my go-to is diarrhea i'm not gonna lie oh I'll just be like i'd fuck? love to have fun with you but like i have to shit for like three hours right now like, i can't stop and nothing turns someone off more than that diarrhea. like there's nothing you can do there's no work around for just that like they, you guys didn't hit it off or they were like yeah crummy for a yeah because i don't want them to feel bad because it might have just been like us together as a vibe and not them mm, as a person that's true so i just yeah make up a personal reason oh okay <laughs> and no one questions diarrhea like yeah, ever. that's smart actually. you don't take my go-to mm. <laughs> i can't take it you can't take it oh okay Thank i don't think you. you have the balls to do it like it no. takes a lot of balls it's pretty like you gotta be able to handle the looks that people give yeah. you i don't think i could do it I'm, I'm more like if they display red flags via email i'll just be like i know you sent a deposit i can refund you but like i don't think we would hit it off yeah i've gotten some like nasty that's very healthy from that, i think but- that's very healthy <laughs> But people get really mad. I had someone of like email me. He's like, I'm heartbroken. I'm deeply, deeply wounded. See, but what reason did you say? I feel like you can't say it's because of them. You've got to oh label it God. something else because you're just going to cause more problems for yourself because they are going to say yes. something bad like this. So you got to blame it on a third party <laughs> I know, reason. I realize that. never tell them. I know. I, I like try to be honest because sometimes they want a reason. They're like, why can't you see well, me? It's a sensitive topic. They take it personally for yeah. some reason. Even though you've so. never met them, they take it personally. Yeah. You're a fantasy to them and the mm-hmm. fantasy doesn't want them and then that gets them deep. Mm-hmm. So probably, I guess, like, lies work better than the truth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, in this case, absolutely. Do you think that escorts take, like, society's shame onto themselves and that plays a factor in our mental health? Um, I think probably they definitely shame. They, <laughs> society definitely shames sex workers um yeah like some. i don't know if you're ever doing like something unrelated to sex work but you're walking there yeah i wonder if they know that i'm an escort <laughs> i right. don't know I've, I've thought this before and it's so I've ridiculous i've been like i'm guilty i'm like do anything i was kind of feeling guilty uh, it's so not fair but it's so true yeah that's why I don't bother trying to go to the border because like the second they looked at me funny, I'd be like, <gasps> you got me. Oh man. Yeah. No, I just can't handle Aww. it. Um, do you personally feel any shame associated with being a sex worker? Um, I honestly personally don't feel any shame. Like I don't tell my family, but it's mainly it's because it's like a their them problem. No, it's not my fault that they yeah, like, why can't get with the times, kids. Of. Like, and then they would have to lie on your behalf, and it's like why burden them exactly. with it? It's not fair in a way. It's more just protective for me to not tell them. But I don't, uh, I don't feel shame because I don't think it's a shameful thing to <laughs> do mean, what we I do. I agree, but I still feel shame on behalf of other people because yeah. I can see how ashamed they are, and then I'm like, why? Well, empathizing i suppose even though i don't agree with it what do you think is the most notable difference with your mental health from before you started escorting to after like do you think it changed at all do you Um, think that escorting like made it worse made it better like did it empower you or did it make you be more anxious Mm, so i've always been an anxious person i had work anxiety doing other jobs as well um I'd say, like, the anxiety part of it has gotten better because it's, like, you're kind of put in that that situation, like, okay, go and talk to people and be charming and beautiful. Endlessly. Right? So, just, it becomes second nature to, like, be comfortable with people. But um, I guess social media is where it takes, like, a down, like, like, I guess, like, a dark turn. The mental health downturn. Yeah. Because, like, you are, like, everyone... 
I don't do it as much now, but like I definitely fell into the trap of wow, everyone is beautiful and like just gorgeous. It's a trap or just reality. But it's also like their lives that it's like we are doing this. Like I am successful in this way. Either I had this date or I did this, whatever. So you're always comparing yourself. Yeah. Do you think you compare yourself more to other people, though, in your same situation before or after escorting them? Um, I think I've always... Do you compare yourself to other young women the same, uh, or is it more now? I think I I I did it before as well. Maybe I notice it more now, but I always, like, compared myself to others. And tried to be like them or just felt worse about yourself? More, like, just feeling worse about yourself. Like, I couldn't Totally feel the same, but it's, like, it was both for me. It wasn't just one or the... Oh, yeah, both. (laughs) Totally both. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look at these people and, like, they spend so much time on their brand or their photos. And I think that they're absolutely, like, stunning. They're so intelligent. They're so amazing. And I'm, like, why would anyone ever choose to see me over that? She's gorgeous no you're gorgeous and you have like a <laughs> hot body everyone's so gross. <laughs> i can i can vouch for that <laughs> but i think everyone has like a reason to like i don't know have clients yeah we're all yeah, valid in we it are, so. we all are different personalities we just don't see it when you see like one nice picture of someone yeah. or something it's true. especially since we all use like very similar catchphrases like very similar catchphrases yeah like <laughs> i'm waiting for you or like do you want a fantasy? Like we oh, all say the same thing yeah. despite having different personalities. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like maybe we just need to get better at tailoring who we actually are yeah. because it's so vague right now in the mm-hmm. definitions that I can understand why clients are like confused. Mm-hmm. Like how is this chick actually different? Because she's not actually saying how she's different. I think if anybody but spends time on your site, they would be like, oh, like I get along well with Sienna. So, but other people that don't want to create content, will just copy it sometimes. Oh, like, oh my God. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do you find escorting to be like isolating? Um, honestly, I don't think I have personally just because like I you worked in the massage parlor yeah so I had people there when I was at the agency it was the most isolating time of my life I'd say why because I didn't talk to anybody like any of the women that worked there there was no I didn't feel that there was a community it was all just I guess like the clients Um, I guess yeah you feel the competition too but it, it it felt isolating because I wouldn't talk to I would go the whole day without talking to like anybody and I didn't have anyone not even to, the other girls no like we, we like now like I have friends that I can like vent to if something goes wrong oh, right that's good but wait how many how many friends yeah uh, I have I don't know like I'd say I have like a couple of close friends in the industry that if something went like terribly south I would be like can you just listen to me like cry for like half an hour please I need it you know what yeah and it's kind of amazing. I do need that literally it. yesterday to Aww. another sex worker about this podcast and I didn't even know that I need I just texted her and I was like I need help I just do I need a conversation and I haven't talked to her for like three weeks and she literally called me four seconds later and I'm like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's so sweet we're there for each other we oh really my are God, it's adorable <laughs> that's why i had to give the context though i can't say i need help and like Aww. not like preface that with something else i was like i just need a conversation oh, like man. 
So how would you say that you recharge when you have like a bad day? Like what's your saving oh, grace? Okay. So uh, I guess like I like to take like really, really long showers like in hot water. Why not just take a bath then? Okay. Because baths are bad for UTIs. Quick fact. I, okay. I, I, what if you put a little bit of like <laughs> baking soda in there instead of like bath salts? I don't know. But I, I like baths too though. I can't lie. Um, But showers, I guess like I feel like I'm getting like the entire day's everything off of me yeah that's true like, it's a very relaxing process it is hot um, water is actually like is orgasmic to me orgasmic i know Ooh. like i i can't say i've like ever just been somewhere and had like chills all down my body as with hot water i'm it's sure true. you get right it is like orgasmic in a way because it makes your whole body like chill and like relax like, it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah call hot water i guess yeah. so you just take a hot shower and that just fixes everything uh no it just like helps me like relax and then like i would like talk to a friend like social tell a friend talk to yeah friend. so like if I, I i need someone to vent to what do you think if someone didn't have a friend though should they just journal oh, like what's Jeez. the second best option journaling That's, is a good option it is like i look <laughs> i look back at my old journals because i used to do that when oh i, I love that yeah. why'd you stop because i was like it's better to just like talk to people but i did talk I think, to myself for a while in conjunction like both yeah even if it's just a page or like four it's lines. a good way to like kind of like compartmentalize and realize where and you like, were yeah, at like look mm-hmm. back and be like oh mm-hmm. my god i it's thought like, that then too good yeah for me. <laughs> um how do you deal with a bad day i asked you how you recharge but oh, how, how do you deal, deal with, with if you like had a bad client or someone trolls you man okay so Hmm. I would try to do something nice for myself, honestly, like, because there are those days and I, I like everybody. What do you tell yourself though? Like when something bad happens? I, I would like try to like, I would think, okay, who can I talk to about this? That'll kind of like just, um, validate my anger because I need another sex worker. <laughs> yeah. Another sex worker usually might help or like even like a personal friend, like just someone to be like, oh man, that sounds, that guy sounds like an asshole. Why would he say that to you? I mean, yeah. I can't say that I have a go-to for how I deal with bad situations. No? I do. I feel like I do instantly blame myself a bit. I oh, do. Really? You don't think you feel that way? Like if you have a bad booking with someone, mm. you're like part of this is my fault. And then as time goes by, you're like, oh, it wasn't my fault. That's just vibes. It's just yeah. how it happens. But I do think initially like you yeah. can take it on to ourselves it's quite true. a bit. It's true. That is true. That, yeah. Yeah. And that's spot on actually. It doesn't always work Something out. not personal to you and who you are, but we just allocate it yeah, to that. Like, this is my fault that this guy ended up, you know, not liking me or right. I didn't like him. Right. If you didn't like him, that's also your fault. <laughs> so. so when you have a bad day and you see everyone else being amazing on social media, doesn't make it worse. <laughs> of course. Okay, well, I'm going to get that out there. Maybe it's just me, but no, it's like, I have like course. a bad booking. I look at everyone else is like, like 11 out of 10 supermodel and i'm like okay god damn it like don't they ever have a bad day like where is their bad day broadcasted oh i guess that's not bad publicity it is bad publicity but i want to hear about it that's why we're doing this like please tell me about it so i don't feel so alone like i'm so sick of feeling alone i feel like the worst part is that clients don't appreciate that it something goes wrong to you they don't like to hear about it like on social media like i've heard people go like oh if someone complains too much i'm gonna unfollow her and it's well i mean i agree if every mm-hmm. single day you're yeah. posting like <laughs> rainy cloud pictures like that's every day but like every now and again that's completely okay yeah. no one wants to be reminded of 
well, if it's every day, you don't like what you're doing. Yeah, so that's that is true. Sad. Mm-hmm. How do you think escorts have like? Do you think they have more mental health issues than other occupations, or do you think it's the same? It's just different in nature. Um, honestly, I think it's the same. If anything, we have the resources to like have a therapist right yeah nothing else and like we have to kind of work on our personalities or else like you know you you need to have like like a kind of like a stable and like good mindset to do what we do i mean it's ideal it's ideal and like you have to, I, I just like i know people like it's just that people think mental health is like worse for escorts and i just oh, want to say that it's no literally everyone in just the age we live in it's yeah. not it's not specifically, I think, any occupation. Yeah. I think, well, I guess people that put themselves in front of the camera mm-hmm. in general maybe yeah. have a little bit more anxiety because yeah. there is that public social pressure that isn't there. Like, maybe, like, an actor. I don't know if you watched that most recent episode of Black Mirror. I love Black Mirror. Which one? The Miley Cyrus <laughs> one. The, like, last, last yeah, episode. Where she's, like, yeah. swearing when, like, you know, and she's like, oh, Ashley O wouldn't do that. Yeah, though. but it's once you're in the public eye like you do have just a bit more mental health issues but mm. it has nothing to do with like you be an actor or you know i think Insta it's natural model. no like, everyone's like you're yeah. under scrutiny like if you gain weight somebody might say that to you and like how could There's you just more people to yeah. be able to say it to you because exactly. you're in the public eye type yeah of thing. so so glad we debunked that so easily. yeah just we're not worse off we're just you see us more <laughs> just, so yeah exactly do you think that uh, substance use or abuse is uh, an issue among escorts more than another occupation? Um, Gotta be honest, though. Okay. Honestly, you, yes, honestly, honestly, I would say that from like, what you witnessed at these different from what places, I've witnessed, I oh, fuck. I feel like this is like a bad thing to talk about, but like I'm I would not s- naming anyone, <laughs> okay. and it's not on behalf of the whole industry. Like it's what uh, you've experienced. Uh, mm, yes, I would say that there. Like, I don't want to say it because it sounds so bad. I mean, I think it's amazing that you don't want to tell the truth because none of us do because we don't want to give escorting a bad rap. But, like, it has a bad rap in some ways, just like any occupation. And I think Mm. any occupation, like, I know pilots that were drunk. Yeah? Yeah, because it does happen everywhere. And just kind of pretending like that's not a thing, it's not helping anybody. Yeah. I also think because so so much of our, like, job, like, requires, like, going to get food or like them bringing like a bottle of wine and like right. things like that it's accidental it's not yeah. an excuse but it is accidental mm-hmm. but have you seen the not just the use but the abuse part of it i have mm, i've seen like a lot of people i don't know i guess drink a lot i would say like that's the main thing i when you say that i think of like friends i know from like back home that just still do that every single yeah. weekend for fun so like yeah how do you think it differs from that it differs <laughs> But then if you think about it, like people in their 20s do drink it's a lot. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny, but everyone's doing it, yeah. which is a horrible excuse. And it's not, yeah. but it's just normalized to the point where if you want to blame only a part of the people normalizing it, it's not really fair. Yeah. No, I think it's easy to, I guess, like be in that situation to like drink more, like smoke more cigarettes, things like that while you're doing this job because it, like people are always offering it to you yeah but there are like the rest of the people you're i know in my personal part of life their vice so like yeah. your vices come up type of so thing. but you know at this age bracket i don't know in this age group like you drink a lot in your 20s or like you party things like that so it's yeah. like kind of like ties into it as well 
I mean, I, I would tend to agree. It's just a part of it. And some people do it responsibly and some don't. As long as you do it responsibly, as long as you're not yeah. like forgetting what you did in the entire last week. I yeah. think that's when you have a problem. <laughs> that's like, very sad and dangerous. It is dangerous. Oh. Don't do that, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, please. And everyone else. Oh, didn't mean to be gender specific. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so how, yeah, how do you deal with, like, a burnout? Because some of us kind of go through, like, a week of burnout <laughs> or so. Like, we, like, you get to the point where you maybe have had, like, a few weird bookings or seen oh, too many yeah. people, mm-hmm. and then you need a break. Like, how do you take that break? How do you deal with being burnt out? Okay. So I went through this recently. So what I did was I, like, stopped taking shorter bookings. I was just like, you know what? Like, this is, like, very detrimental. Those are the draining ones. Those are the draining ones. It's the least time but the most energy spent in terms of the kind of people you might see and they might expect the most of you. Yeah. Um, So definitely, like, limit bookings. Um, And then I was like, what can I do, like, outside of... I, I forget about having fun sometimes. So I was like, I should oh do God, something. Same, 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 <laughs> I, should, <laughs> I should like go like do something with my friend. I should go to this festival or whatever it is that makes you feel good. So yeah. Do you think you enjoy yourself when you go though? Oh, I constantly, for some reason, because we get paid to have fun whenever I'm having fun for free. I'm like, what am I what? doing with myself right now? I know it's unhealthy, but I'm like, I could be having the same amount of fun, mm-hmm. but on a booking That's and be true. getting paid. So I literally don't like ever drink or go out if mm. I'm not on a booking because I could do the same thing, but get compensated. And I think that it is very unhealthy, but. <laughs> but a lot of people think like that. Yeah. It's like not like you're not no, alone. No, I think it's unhealthy and I got to stop. I need to have more fun with people, but it's hard to find friends that you like that it doesn't feel like you're entertaining them and Mm. i mean i just moved here last year yeah can you look at me (laughs) so sad no it's fine i really like my own company if that matters like i hang with myself is really fun and we're hanging out right now so there's that (laughs) so do you feel like shame about talking about mental health issues in this industry like do you think well that's kind of why you wanted to stay anonymous is because you think people won't like you as much if you disclose any kind of mental health issues which is completely accurate people say oh she's depressed let me steer 10 feet away from that but it's like no i'm like one percent depressed 10 percent this five percent yeah like it's just part of it and i think talking about how it's a part of you makes you stronger and more appealing because they are no doubt feeling the same thing Mm -hmm. but do you feel shame talking about your mental health um i would say like yeah I, i steer clear of it like and like i don't know like my branding and things like that i don't talk about it too much because it does paint like this picture of like you are broken and everything is bad which like it's not true like we all have our days and we all have like weeks and months that you might be feeling bad honestly hearing someone struggles like makes them sexier i don't know it's (laughs) just me but like i like hearing it i like hearing it too but i think for a lot of like i don't know just potential suitors they find it unattractive i think so that was just like my wednesday morning that wasn't my wednesday night thursday or friday but like that was my wednesday morning so so i i want to be able to embrace the bad days and the good and find them all equally appealing because mm -hmm. only promoting the good stuff 
I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it's a weird exhausting. culture. It's not real. And everyone experiences bad emotions. is like, I'm not normal. And then they feel even worse. Yeah. So maybe if you publish that bad stuff, people can at least emphasize with yeah. the badness on a tiny it's little bit It's not even necessarily time. bad, right? Like we think of well, being sad as bad. Like you are bad well, yeah, now. Yeah, being sad. You're right. It's not bad. I should have said sad. No, but like, think like we're a part of the same system. So we're like, oh, we shouldn't like show our bad things, but it's not necessarily right. bad. Just who we are. I would love <laughs> to hear about other people's bad days and how, not just like, I felt down today. Like, tell me why. Tell me how. And then I'll be like, <laughs> oh my God, girl, me too. And then I'll feel better about my day. And it's just going to be like a circle of happiness. <laughs> just because you feel like you're not like alone and like, yeah. the, I don't know, those emotions. And we are propagating like this lifestyle of just pure bliss and happiness. It is not. Is <laughs> right. Let's, let's stop right now. <laughs> Do you think there are any myths about mental health and escorting you'd like to debunk or oh. affirm? Mm, okay. Mm, let me think. I I don't know. There are like some stereotypes. Like, like what? I don't know. Like um, the like the broken escort things like right. that. Like or like you need a man to save you. You need a you need save what, me. What's please. this crap? Who is it? Pretty, Pretty woman, woman? Yeah, yeah, Julia Roberts. Julia, Ro- what's his name? What's that? Actor? Richard Gere. Richard Gere. He's a cutie. I would let him save me, but I'm not into like the George Clooney line. Oh, not into George Clooney. I like They're Richard like the Gere. Same. Though. I guess I picture them as the same age. <laughs> <in my mind. laughs> well, maybe I screenshotted them at the same time. In my mind. <laughs> but yeah, it, we're like doing okay. We're not broken. We don't need like you to save us. Yeah, we need you to appreciate. Us. Yeah, we're. appreciate just like a normal human being we're not like i don't know just waiting for someone to magically make everything better because everything sucks so much right now that's another thing that gets to me a lot is that people will talk to you in like a certain way they wouldn't talk to a normal woman because you're a certain kind of woman (laughs) they'll use special language for you and it like makes (laughs) no sense to me it appalls me it's so sad it's like what kind of woman am i i don't understand but don't you get that, that from trolling emails where they're oh. like, you're this kind of woman. I can talk to you like this. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. talk to a real lady like yeah. this, but I'll talk to you like this. Yeah. I guess like sometimes during like even like bookings, you yeah. can like kind of pick up on those and things. And sometimes it's not even intentional misogyny. Mm-hmm. It's just there. It's just. And they don't hear it. So nope. Like, but we're smart. I think women are, like, so adept at, like, picking up, like, little emotional cues. Condescension? Like, yeah, we can hear it. Yeah, but, like, they don't even know they're doing it, like you I said. Know. But it's, like, I can, like, when you said that. To, like, they might be nice people, too, and they'll just unintentionally be, like, right? Because it's all you can do. What else would you be doing? It's, like, yikes. Uh, okay. yeah. Nice to know where I stand with mm. you deep down mentally. So do you think that retiring from escorting right now would fix a lot of your mental health issues or um, do you think it, would make a <laughs> it would exacerbate my mental health issues oh it would yeah oh no shit yeah no I, I uh, this job has its ups and downs but like I would rather have it than not have it um yeah it's liberating it's yeah. your freedom yeah it is independence is like the number one thing about Absolutely. this job is I can do the things I really want to do I can I don't know without having to ask permission yeah exactly oh god it's so liberating it, it is on. the best um <laughs> so yeah are there any most inflammatory sentences or 
things people can say to you in this industry that affect your mental health the most? Like, is there like one oh. sentence that always like grind your gears and what just like sentence? Oh my god, I feel like I would have so many. I just can't think of it. For me, it's the what do you even do all day? Like, what else would you <gasps> be doing today? And I'm like, rage. Oh my god, you mentally, do so much. That's crazy. I do so much but they don't understand and me raging at them isn't going to make them understand so it's kind of like i lost the battle before i even started and i gotta just take the insult like that is my trigger sentence like what do you do all day yeah mm, there's like or a, like you say something like oh yeah i went into this day it's like what else would you be doing today it's like damn people really think you do nothing with your life then you've never gotten that I, no i've never gotten wow, that i'm surprised somebody would say that too because you're like doing no, like, so much stuff clients say that a lot like pete like just just anyone who just first learns that you're doing this it's not mm. like a friend of mine a friend okay, of mine yeah. wouldn't say that but just new yeah. people they're like yeah you're just an escort like what else would you be doing mm. so no trigger sentences for you. <laughs> well i guess um you can't do this forever it's like the kind of like pity in that sentence well you can't do this forever unfortunately my dear you will age and it's like okay cool your sex life won't end because you have to change it like you'll still just do whatever feels best to you but like yeah. labeling people based on what they might not be able to do in the future it's because women it's have aggressive. an expiry date it's aggressive <laughs> we do but like so does a man's like ability to get an erection yeah so like i'm confused no that's how bit. it's treated though because like a woman by the age of 30 what that's not a woman that's know, a hag like, old woman right now <laughs> 30 is so young too though so it's like oh totally we're all gonna live till we're like 120 so let's just get on this <laughs> can you think of any solution to maybe all the mental health issues we seem to collectively face Yes, seeing a therapist is one option, but you don't know if the therapist is even sex worker friendly. So, like, uh, they might consider that self harm from uh, the get go. So, just broadly speaking, does anything come to mind that's helped you that, like, just kind of helped your mental health in regards to this industry? Um, I guess, like, looking at the bigger picture and, like, planning and having, like, goals so you can be like, oh. Did maybe- you read a specific book for this? Did you watch a documentary? Did you talk? Like, what, what did you do? for to find the bigger picture i don't know like it was like a lot of self-help self-help books uh cover that and not even just self-help but like kind of like self-improvement books it's like a good idea to like not always live every day kind I, of like day by day enough you have like something you're working towards for the future right? is a is a great asset i really can't advocate for it enough Okay, this is a great question. Do you think that clients face mental health issues about hiring escorts? Um, I think yes, actually. I've talked to like a few people that it's like, oh man, like I feel guilty I did this. I think like there's so many people though. Like they do have the ideas about it in their head and they're still like on it. I don't know. They still do it even they though they have the reservations. Yeah. Why do you think they do it? Because it's, I don't know, something that's... Their soul needs it <laughs> in a way. Yes. We all need it. But what do you think the guilt comes from? What do you think the negative mental health for them comes from? Um, years of shaming both of us, like both sides, kind of like you know, their side for... Do meeting. you think it's the non-monogamy though or do you think it's the act of seeing an escort or just... <sighs> I think both? it's both. It's like, not only are you not being monogamous right now, but uh, you are paying this woman for something. Why would you do that? Well, the women we know why. Why would you say are some reasons that it's a good idea to do this instead of go on like Tinder? 
first first of all like i'm not gonna treat you like crap like i like i'm not here to attack you or judge, judge you, you. anyway yeah unless like you said you like murdered someone that i would call the police but like yeah most of the time i would be like i'm i'm here to support you i'm here to like listen to you and kind of just you know be your homie and like we can have You're sex later yeah <laughs> exactly like who needs like i don't know tinder dates are very like also i'm not gonna call up your wife and try to like get you to marry me oh no <laughs> no because <laughs> that's not what professionals do no. but I, I don't know it's professional but at the same time it's like very like wholesome in a way oh it's totally wholesome but professional in the way that we aren't going to disrupt your yeah, personal life we're not that's here to ruin that like it's professional we're not here to exactly. steal you from your wife or, to me that's what professional means is that yeah. we're not going to yeah we have our boundaries invade the boundaries exactly the boundaries <laughs> <clears throat> so are, obviously you've faced uh i'm assuming more issues you've had to confront with yourself due to escorting do you think that having to face this stuff because of the industry has helped you better get to know yourself or made you lose yourself more um it's helped me i guess it's definitely brought up some stuff you would have probably never considered before yeah i like definitely have a better idea of like who i am what i want in life (laughs) in every sense of the word so you think it's a good thing despite the yeah. growing pains you yeah. faced? Definitely. Like even like the people you meet would like maybe recommend a book that could change, you know, your perspective. Oh your my life. god, we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Am I <laughs> <laughs> So what would you recommend to another escort or sex worker having a bad mental health day? Oh my god, I can't I'm not a professional, but none of us are professionals, but we've all been there type of thing. Okay. I guess like it, first of all, like the best thing that has helped me as a social being is just if you have a friend that knows what you do, just like hang out with them and be like, I just need you to listen to me and like tell me that I'm right. <laughs> because I mean, we all ideally, need Ideally sex workers could do that for each other, but it's still so clicky for some reason and competitive. It's kinda hard. For sure. It takes Especially time. in the city. it's doable it just takes a lot of time effort and like resilience Mm. or like civilian friends if like someone accepts you Um, yeah please civilian friends yeah what is a civilian friend by the way Uh, just someone who's not an escort it's not weird we use that word i think it trips me out every time it it doesn't trip me out anymore because where did that even come from i don't know i'm a civilian too it's kind of cute i like it we have our own lingo you know (laughs) we're like we know what civvy means lol (laughs) like it's (sighs) it's cute it is cute i would also advocate for just talking to someone because yeah that's what that's what a therapist is it's just hard (laughs) to get someone to care enough to actually listen but Mm. ideally you could find another worker and you guys could just be there for each other but that is you could go on tinder i I need someone to listen to me tonight please (laughs) i don't know i'm scared of blackmailing now like i need to be like i'll hook up with you tonight if you just listen to me holy shit (laughs) you know i feel like i've been there (laughs) you would do that Oh, I've done a lot of shit in my life and I get bored. I am, yeah, I'm unpredictable. Okay, so how, is a, how would you say a client has positively affected your mental health in the past? Aw. Oh, my God. I don't know. Like, 
there are people that will like i'll do like a passive aggressive tweet and they'll like message me like yeah can i talk to you or like you, you know like they'll be like if you ever want to rant or vent about something yeah. or there's like those sweethearts that are like here's an indigo gift card go buy this book that's like that's good so for your true. mental health i've gotten the personal dms about issues and gift cards to make me that's feel better sweet. as well it's the cutest it's unsolicited it just caring and it is adorable i love it clients are really good for that actually yeah. i definitely have like a few like that i would consider like friends it's like oh my god look at this i, I will like I, there's this person that i even sent him like an e- crappy email someone else sent me i'm like look at this asshole and we're both just like ripping on him but that sounds <laughs> yeah so and that's beautiful that i would totally agree and have experienced exactly that as well they're good people okay well i guess we covered mental health and now we can just get back to uh, how amazing you are oh well i just wanted to ask what you dislike most about this industry or what you like most about the industry um what i dislike about the industry is i don't know i guess boundaries like some people don't respect like clients yeah clients boundaries that there needs to be like um it is really hard though because like they are you know basically hiring you to be personal and then they just it's not their fault they don't know where it starts or stops because you're not taught in life exactly it's it's a learning curve but i think it's like disrespectful to try to get someone to negotiate their rate oh yeah okay that's another level i I meant like level of talking to each other oh talking to each other no i i couldn't i couldn't be offended if like you yeah i know that's fine i've had trump supporters and i'm like okay you are oh my god i had one what a hilarious story i'm not gonna say anything to you 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 just i actually kept asking questions i'm like huh (laughs) <laughs> what, what do you think about that? Like, don't get me started on that really like, <laughs> like it's just nice to know what you know cheese other views hold <laughs> and your favorite thing about being a sex worker just um, freedom independence man it's so cool it's like the coolest it's the coolest to be able to do things for yourself and go like i'm gonna go to school slash maybe like you know you're doing this podcast and you're still like a sex worker like mm-hmm. you're allowed to like follow what you want in life and use this job to kind of fund it i mean for right? now yeah we'll see how it pans out <laughs> what <laughs> okay come on but i am allowed to try and yeah. the ability to try is beautiful mm-hmm. I wouldn't want, like, I couldn't handle being in a role where I knew it was going to happen every week in the future and have no say in it. Like, I want to be able to decide what's going to happen. we have so much say. Right. And the only downside is sometimes weird things happen, but I feel like it's way (laughs) more interesting than just, like, sitting around waiting for something to happen. So please give me the weird. Give me the weird. Like, I'll take it At least we get to talk to each other about, like, the weird stuff and, joke about it. Infinitely interesting. In our group chats and et cetera. (laughs) What do you think is the most important reason we need to remove the stigma associated with sex work and escorting what is the most important reason yeah Mm. i i mean i guess like it's important to us but it's also it would just help the rest of society like progress and like in what way would they progress though because we're not like thinking of like the same way to have like sexual relations or like it just relationships everyone can have their own way of exploring yeah because like polyamory is like totally like like a thing it's that's very intimate too like yeah actually having other relationships like there's uh, about a thousand new terms that have popped up in the last yeah. decade like do you know what demisexual is that's 
Okay. It's like only attracted, I think. But um, demisexuality has been kind of like I know people are like debunking it. They're like this doesn't need to be because a word it's because a it's like yeah, exactly. But it's so not a sexuality. Potential labels. I also like I would say I'm a saviosexual, but I also think that labels bullshit because everyone's attracted to someone's mind in the first place, <laughs> or like you wouldn't be like attracted to them because everyone has a mind. Yeah. So in a way, it's kind of like I know it's intelligence, but everyone's got their yeah. own version of intelligence. So it's, yeah, like it is just there's just an excessive amount of like wables yeah. to label wables ways to label sexuality <laughs> um yeah so i guess like by accepting it it was just like we're kind of going like well this Actually is something advancing as a yeah but it's like also kind of just like giving up the fight because it's like you know this is gonna continue oh my right God, giving up the fight is the best way to put it right like why are you gonna like s- when are you gonna keep fight? Why would you keep fighting? Exactly. When you honestly want to be part of it, we're just going on to the do left it over here or on the right or down to the yeah. center, and you don't know that, or you don't want to say you like wearing diapers in public and <laughs> want to do this, but you want to like just accept um, it. Wear that diaper. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> no, don't do wear that. Wear that diaper. <laughs> don't wear the diaper in public. <laughs> but just I don't know. Be aware that people are going to um have sex work in their society in their countries like it's going to happen it's, anyways it's unfortunately fighting i predict that it will continue happening oh since absolutely it's uh unprecedented to for it to stop right <laughs> any any form of history shows entr- endless like tantric sex or i don't know what else is out there there's a bunch of just <laughs> f- graphic pictures of people doing the weirdest sexual things because yeah. i do think it's natural yeah and we've just banned it for some reason, and now we're just regaining control. Yeah, I think a lot Us of it is religion, are at the right? Forefront. Yeah. I mean, obviously there aren't only female escorts, but it does favor women as yeah the leaders. Guess, like, yeah, there aren't like a lot of male Thank escorts. God, finally a female leader. <laughs> so, do you have a retirement date in mind? Uh, no. <laughs> when will you retire? Do you think? Like, um, honestly, huh. I don't know. I don't want to, like, put a date on it because it's, like... So then what will have to happen for you to retire? What would have to happen for me to retire? I guess it would just be a decision I make. It wouldn't be, like, something, like, devastating that but needed to happen. But based on what? Just based on um, getting bored of it? Probably I would be, like, okay, like, I'm, like, too involved in the rest of my life to really give time to this anymore. But you haven't told yourself, I'm only going to do this for a year then i'm oh, gonna get out of it it's no. not like that it's why would like, i do that <laughs> everyone's got different goals I don't know. um yeah it's true but like for me it's like it's like an awesome like even when i have another like career outside of this this is like an awesome supplementary thing totally. and it's so much fun it is so, so like fun. even if it's like a few the odd date it's like well this is something i enjoy doing and like i don't need to completely give it up i don't think anyone's ever done being an escort like you're still going to be ever have a relationship ever you're still trading something for something with someone so it's like what's the difference here just the label yeah it's just that it's like I guess paper being exchanged instead of like whatever favors or I mean it's promises. not even paper half the time because yeah oh i love this question what is your current favorite book or oh one you God. always recommend to people no okay i like read this question i was like i don't have a favorite book i'm so Ever? sorry you don't no. have one you like i don't have like a favorite i think a favorite is a strong word just one you liked what's a book i like mm. or one you've given to people as a gift 
I don't know. I haven't ever None gifted. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm. What's your gi- favorite book? Well, I'm just. We're gonna. I'm gonna gift you one of these. What? Okay. Okay. Wait, are you gonna read it? I will. Okay, good. I'm okay. reading The Pet Cemetery right now, which is well, lame. see, there we go. You shouted out a book. Did you like it? I'm liking it so far. Okay, um, great. But I like, I don't read that one. It, it's it's a nice read. I like it. It's, it's like kind of takes high me out of read. I think it's like I don't know. It's like it's. I was stuck on nonfiction for a while, and I'm like, I just want a story. Oh, I was exactly the same way. And then you have to appreciate why fiction's healthy. It's because Fiction your mind nice. needs like a little dallying. You get sometimes. to be creative. Yeah. And it's so nice. And they kind of give across the same moral values, but just abstractly instead of directly. And like, mm. it's more, it's just nicer. Yeah. Um, so which song would you say is your anthem? Not as a companion, <laughs> just as you. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say like it's an anthem, but like a song I like come back to a lot is, uh, Vienna by Billy Joel. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's really lame, but it's like my grounding song. Please don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's amazing. No, I like Billy Joel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought people thought he was like. Is Uptown Girl by Billy Joel? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know. I love Uptown Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I actually love that song. Like at any given time yes. of the day, you can play that song and I will dance around oh to it. Uh, ooh, who's your biggest companion crush at the moment? Oh man, I have so many. I know. Right? <laughs> Crap. Um, I guess I'm like, uh, I don't know. There's so many. Can I ma- mention a Oh couple? yeah, totally. Whoever comes to mind. Okay. So I have, I guess like this is more like a friend crush. Like I love her. Um, is my friend Laura Lafleur? I think I've seen some of her. Posts. She's very cool. She's like one of the most genuine and like uplifting people. Ooh, I've genuine met. and sexy. She, she's so cool. And I have a crush on our Irish escort, uh, Cara Clark. Oh my god, <laughs> she's Cara? the cutest. Oh, is it Cara? Cara? I say Cara. I don't know. I'll ask her. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I know. I've met I'm her. A bit she smitten. is. I love how like <laughs> dommy she is. Yeah, but also <laughs> sexy, edgy, like. Yeah, very tea. cool <laughs> yeah no agreed hot as fuck anybody else um, just toronto based ladies I, I i don't like venture more from like, like out of toronto now. i don't know how i ended up down the rabbit hole of other places but i have you I'm have glad yeah. yeah i hope to one day maybe go over there and meet them and go for lunch somewhere at their favorite restaurant but i guess i'm not allowed in the states probably i'm too scared to even try so you're not allowed in the states well sex workers aren't if they can prove you're a sex worker i mean how could they i guess like uh, literally had madison on to talk about that oh crap yeah and Mm. she was hiding her face at the time Mm. cheers um okay i guess just as a farewell is there anything else you want to say to all the other escorts out there um that might be listening i guess just know that you're not alone in your mental health struggle because we're <laughs> all like sad a lot of the time i couldn't maybe say it better myself we're all sad people like you know it is an emotion you can't avoid and anxiety nervousness things like that all come with being a human i would absolutely agree don't feel alone out there yeah well, I guess we are all done for the day. You worked really hard today. Thank you so much for being so candid. Oh, thank you for, I guess, bullying me into being candid. Because I was <laughs> oh my gonna, God, stop. Okay, I was going to like be very, I guess, like butterflies and rainbows. But I for guess. what, though? Like, I don't who know. Wants that? I don't know. I thought it would be more appealing to hear. but Maybe for like a PC article. But for actually other <laughs> escorts listening, they're like, oh, my God. I'm so glad she finally yeah. said it. It's true. I'm glad you said it. Mm-hmm. I feel better. Thank you.
Thanks for listening, everyone, and a special thank you to my anonymous guest. I'm unsure how we are going to destigmatize mental health in this industry. I actually think more and more ladies are posting about their mental health online, on social media, and let me just reiterate, I find it very refreshing. In honor of this episode, I will post something today about my mental health. Join in if you support the beauty of the bad days as much as the beauty of the good. Please leave a rating on whichever platform you use to listen so more people can find the show. Have a wonderful week and don't forget to smile at that stranger you lock eyes with. Till next week, stay curious.